What's up? What's happening, everybody? It's episode number 92 of Thinking Logically. Joe, how are you doing today? I'm I'm great, Mark. Enjoyed a nice, nice Super Bowl weekend, even though my team didn't come out at the top. Uh thought that Christian McCaffrey or maybe George Kittle or Brock Purdy would be able to stop Taylor Swift, but it just didn't happen. And now and now we're going to hear this for a year, but it's okay. I could deal with it. Or also, this, was, this was the outcome you, you did not want to see happen. No. Also, uh, very sad, Carl Weathers died while we were away on our little sabbatical. Rest in peace, Carl Weathers. You know, most uh, recently in The Mandalorian. I loved this character in The Mandalorian, but yeah, that was a, uh, that was a shocker. So rest in peace, Carl Weathers, Apollo Creed. Um, Dylan. Dylan, you son of a bitch. Dylan, you son of a bitch, and Chubbs from, from Happy Gilmore. I, I have to say, my favorite, it's 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 not even close. My favorite Carl Weathers movie scene. Everyone probably thinks it's in Predator whenever they, they grip arms. It's actually in Rocky. Whenever Rocky gets knocked out and everyone's telling him, you know, just stay down. Mick, everyone, just stay down, stay down. And he has to use the ropes to get up. Apollo Creed thinks the match is over. He's over there celebrating. And then he turns around and see Rocky has gotten up in just the look of sheer disgust on Apollo Creed's face, knowing that not only is the fight not over, but he has to go on and continue to fight this man for longer. And he does not want to. And it's just, it's great acting because you could see all of that just from his facial expression. So and well, it's honestly, it's symbolic of like people... People like us have been told for years, no, you're wrong. Just stay down. You don't know what you're talking about with Ukraine. You don't know what you're talking about of Joe Biden and and these these money laundering schemes. You don't know. Listen to the mainstream media. Mainstream media is like Apollo Creed. They're just by now disgusted with us, I'm sure. <laughs> Watching us get everything right and keep on getting up over and over again after being called crazy conspiracy theorists over and over again. So cheers to Carl Weathers. That's uh, that's an amazing uh, eulogy you just gave right there to Carl Weathers. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but we do have some breaking news, and we heard from our source yesterday that Nimrata Haley has filed to run for president in Pennsylvania. To put that in perspective for our listeners, Super Tuesday is Tuesday, March fifth, twenty twenty-four, in what? 21, three weeks from today, Super Tuesday. Pennsylvania primary is April 23rd. Does Nikki Haley intend on staying in the race for an additional six weeks after Super Tuesday? Um, that would be a shocker if that happened. Uh, the South Carolina you're, you're leaving out you're, you're leaving out a critical bit of information. What happened in Nevada that because we didn't get a chance to cover the results of Nikki Haley's primary in Nevada versus Donald Trump's caucus in Nevada. And Mark, who did Nikki Haley lose to in Nevada? None of these. What do you mean she lost to no one? Like she won? (laughs) She lost to no one? Is it she like won? Is that what you mean? I didn't hear her give a victory speech, so that's usually what she does when When she. When you lose to no one, th- th- that's a choice, none of these candidates, and you lose to that, how are you going to not only win a, a Republican primary, but the general? Everything just goes out the window. She's running as a Democrat. It's pretty clear and obvious. Meanwhile, Donald Trump won the Republican, caucus, Republican caucus, what, 90-something percent, 98, 92? Yeah. When the South Carolina primary is next, when is that coming up, Joe? Uh Saturday the 24th. 24th is the next one, South Carolina. And then I think we have one on the 27th, a couple days after that. Then we have Michigan before Super Tuesday and somewhere else, I think, before Super Tuesday. Well, I like the fact that South Carolina has it on a Saturday. That's, you know, you would think more states would do that. If you're talking about voter access, you know, and uh, letting people vote, you know, why not have it on a weekend? 
There's there's nothing for Nikki. It, it could be on a Sunday night. She's still gonna lose. It could be on a Sunday night when all the when Trump's speaking and everyone's at the rally. She's still gonna lose. No one's no one's gonna ever show up for Nikki Haley. It's it's all manufactured. Like we said, it's WWE. She's getting a push from the powers that be. It's not gonna work either because Joe Biden's not gonna be the nominee, which we'll get into a little bit later, I guess. But I don't know. There's just I, I don't even know where to start, Mark. There's been so much that's happened the last what ten days. I don't know how long it's been since we last recorded, but there's a famous quote by Vladimir Lenin. You know, it's just the guy I'm quoting. Says, "Don't agree with his policies." There are decades where nothing happens, and then there are weeks where decades happen. We just saw two weeks in a row, Mark, where decades happen, and for our listeners. We're not covering stuff like the trans shooter who shot up a mega church yesterday because that's not news, in my opinion. It's just noise. It's a distraction. We're going to focus what little time we have, I guess, going forward on these real stories like Tucker Putin, like Biden, the classified documents, like where Lloyd Austin is, like our border, lots of stuff like that. Um, Mark, do you want to start with Tucker Putin? I watched the interview. Did you watch it, Joe? I watched the entire two hours, even the first 30 minutes, which is hard to get through. I'm sure for a lot of people it is, but it's very important that, you know, the history going back again, if you were to say, Hey, how is America in this situation? Would you start off by, by going back to 2016 or would you have to go all the way back to like, not necessarily the beginning of our history, but maybe to see how things were back then, how we had tariffs instead of income tax and stuff like that. Yes, you would have to. So um, I watched the whole interview. I I loved it. I I should watch it again because it was so much to take in. But what did you think of it? It it was a lot to take in. And I didn't think there was like anything earth shattering that came out of the interview that was, we'll we'll say, extremely, quote unquote, newsworthy. Um, You know, Tucker Carlson pressed him in areas like the release of, uh, you know, releasing the one hostage that's being held over there. I think he's an American journalist. Um, you know, I read that he could have, you know, pushed him a little bit in other areas, but I'm sure all of these topics were agreed upon, but well before Tucker Carlson even stepped into the Kremlin. I mean, this interview was three years in the works. One of the big takeaways besides Putin's un- amazing knowledge of Russian and Ukrainian history. I mean, talking, going back to like when, People were baptized in the 900s. I mean, he's rattling off dates and years like he's like a human encyclopedia on on this stuff. But, Joe, did you know the government, the Biden administration was spying on Tucker Carlson? Like they were reading his messages, I think, on Signal, I think it was, or, you know, intercepting his, his, his messages in the planning stages of all this. Like that is, that's insane. And of course... We know that, or I should say, we knew that Tucker Carlson was going to get smeared by the mainstream media, which he did. I think uh, your boy Chris Wallace called him a, a uh, what was the term he used? And somebody said that's an insult to, uh, I don't know, it was something like that. I mean, Chris Wallace uh, completely insulted Tucker Carlson for doing this. So, um, But I think I think the biggest takeaway for me, though, Joe, was the fact that Putin said what we've been saying on this podcast for over a year, that he has no desire to take Poland or Eastern or Western Europe, whatever it is. I mean, he came out and said that. Whether you think that he's a liar or not, we've been saying the same thing on this podcast. There is no possible way Vladimir Putin wants to roll into Poland and wants to bring back the Soviet Union and take over all these countries. None. You, Russia is the largest country on earth. They're obviously in a war right now where hundreds of thousands of people are dying in Ukraine. He also stated that there was a deal, a peace deal, already worked out before this even happened, that Boris Johnson, the former prime minister of the United Kingdom, went and sabotaged in Ukraine before the war began. He said that, which we didn't need him to corroborate that because we had already heard that had taken place. So, yeah, a major humanitarian crisis. The country's in eastern part of Ukraine's in shambles. Hundreds of thousands are dead, and this all could have been avoided 
had Boris Johnson not intervened, probably on at the behest of the Biden administration, I would imagine, to go and sabotage this peace deal. So those are my big takeaways. Joe, what were some of yours? Uh, the one where my jaw hit the floor, because this has been in the conspiracy theory realm. This is like widely known that, that Tucker, he'll, he'll even admit it, applied to be in the CIA and was um, not accepted. The question always is, was Tucker, like a lot of these other reporters, actually accepted in the CIA? A lot of these other people in the mainstream media. And I guess we'll never know. But I, I thought it, my jaw must hit the ground whenever uh, Tucker, I think he has something about with the backing of, of who or the backing of whom. And Putin just said, well, with the backing of your CIA, of course, the same organization you wanted to join back in the day, as I understand. Thank God they didn't let you. And he basically told us, this is what happens. Your own government, the West, the CIA, they overthrow other governments like they did in Ukraine with the color revolution in 2014, which is what kicked off this whole thing in, in, in the, um, what is it? Um, the Crimea. That's why Russia went into the Crimea because stuff like that, the, the whole, the history of it was, was really good. I find it, I find it interesting too, but you go back to like NATO, they've been encroaching on Russian lands forever. So now they want to make think present day. They want to make Norway, a NATO country and, what Sweden? Not Sweden. Um, Finland. What you're doing is you're completely boxing Russia in, where they have to use the frozen North Sea to get out. They're a landlocked country. And what is Russia going to do? What did Russia do to deserve any of this to begin with? To have NATO encroach on its territory? They made some good points. Um, got a little about the AI stuff, and and that was interesting too. And and, and what's next? But. I was surprised he didn't say anything about the biolabs. He kind of kept it level-headed and just, I, I guess the American people, we figured were his audience or the, the, the West. And he just tried to tell Russia's side of the story very calmly and very collectively about what's happened. And the focus of the media is Tucker's a tra traitor. You don't hear anything from the interview. Tucker's a traitor and Vladimir Putin just knows too much about history. Well, I'm sorry if you're the leader of your country, you should know your country's history. I'm, I'm very glad he does. Um, I, yeah. I liked the interview, though. I thought there was a lot to take in from it. Again, it's something that I'm probably going to have to watch again because it was two hours long. But it makes you wonder. Or, well, not makes you wonder. We know we were lied to. This whole thing that we were told about Ukraine was a lie. But... Are we really the bad guys? I'm not saying Putin's the good guy, but are we really the bad guys here? Are we forcing people to fight for for money? I I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just know a lot of Ukrainians are dead. And for what? For what? It's an area. It, it's an area that was owned. If you listen to the first thirty minutes, historically by Russia and Romania, and it wasn't until World War II and, and after that this Ukraine. You know, it was it, it was a buffer zone its entire time. And now you want this buffer zone to maybe join NATO. Amazing. Yeah, um, it was back to Chris Wallace. He called a, he called Tucker Carlson an eager puppy and a useful idiot. A useful idiot. Amazing. But um, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I was I was a little disappointed the biolabs weren't brought up, but. It's probably good they weren't, though, if you think about it, because conspiracy, that's still conspiracy land to some people. Yeah, I mean, listen, the area they're fighting in is is a very small part of Ukraine. This is in the very eastern part of the country, the Donbass region. I think I think that's where most of the fighting is going on, right, Joe? Yes. That, that, well, the, those people are historically Russian. If you listen to the first 30 minutes, you it's all in the first 30 minutes. Those people are historically Russian. They speak Russian. They vote Russian. It's just, yeah. Well, this, uh, what was the last, our last look on, uh, as to how many views this had on, on, uh, on X or how many impressions? Let's look. Uh, 200 million. As of today. So 200 million heard Vladimir Putin or Tucker asked Vladimir Putin who blew up Nord Stream. 
And then Putin say, you did, it wasn't me, you know, and him say, you may have an alibi, Tucker, but your CIA doesn't. Right. Are are, are we going to hear any more information about, you know, Nord Stream from the climate activists? Kind of was a big event. Right. By the way, uh, Tucker's latest interview here, episode 74. The Ukrainian government canceled elections and killed an American journalist. Congress is about to send them another $60 billion. J.D. Vance is trying to stop it. I'll have to watch that when time permits. But um, it's just never ending in, in Ukraine. And what they're trying to do, Joe, with this new legislation is basically future proof a Trump presidency from withholding aid and triggering some sort of impeachment if he were to break, you know, this agreement that they're trying to pass that would put Ukrainian aid into 2029. I mean, like, these people are sick. Sick. It's unreal. Um, yeah, the border is being ignored for... The, in the middle of the night when most Americans weren't even awake, they passed a bill this morning. This morning. It had nothing to do with the border in it, just Israel, Ukraine, and then humanitarian aid. As if we don't have cities in need of humanitarian aid here. I just wonder, like, what would happen if we kept that money here in the United States? Like, take the $60 billion and, and eradicate homelessness in cities across America. You could easily do it. Don't tell me you can't. You could do so much with the money we've sent to Ukraine here in this country. I mean, this whole MAGA, Make America Great Again, that's what we're talking about. Keeping the money here in the United States. Well, how is Raytheon supposed to pay their employees? What's that? I said, how is Raytheon and Boeing supposed to pay their employees without war? Right. Uh, There's just so much that that could be done that we're throwing away. I mean, we're racking up, what, Joe, deficits of $200 billion a month month in deficits. That's, That's like... That's like minimum. It's it's gonna it, again. What, what 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 when it's three hundred billion a month, and when it's five hundred billion a month, you're talking about adding a couple trillion a year just on interest now. Yeah, the trillion the 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 interest on the debt payment is a trillion dollars. We're not even paying the deficit. We're paying the interest, which is a trillion dollars a year. And I think I read within maybe three to four years that is going to be I'll go up to three trillion. Three trillion. You know what's amazing. You know what's amazing though? They don't. They just don't care because we still technically, I guess, have the money to give all this money to Ukraine and Israel and and that we can't cut anything. We're not cutting anything. We're still giving the money out. They just don't care. They're trying to tank the system. It seems at this point, or they know they already reached the point of no return. Forget it. Just go to the mall and spend as much money as you can before the car gets shut down. It's it's amazing to me that. I mean, a trillion dollars just on interest payments is more than our defense budget. Well, way more than our defense budget. It's bigger than anything else in the budget. Um, and then, and then to future-proof these these payments into twenty twenty nine in case Trump gets elected is insanity. I mean, that just shows you the lengths they're willing to go to keep the Ukraine money laundering machine going. If that doesn't tell you everything you need to know, then I don't know what does. Just for, for reference, if you turn in terms of seconds, a trillion seconds is around 30,000 years. <laughs> so do, do that money when compared with millions and billions. I think a billion years, or I think a billion seconds is like 30 years, and a trillion seconds is 30. Yeah. Or 3,000, I'm sorry. 30 versus 3,000. You're talking about really big numbers where it's going to be like, what's the point? Like your gas bill, thousand eighty bucks. What's the point? But wages aren't going up at the same speed. I don't care if they tell you they are; they're lying to your face. Well, uh, we're gonna find out, Joe. Eight months from now, uh, what the voters think about Bidenomics and uh, everything. Everything's coming to a head here very soon. By the way, what'd you think of uh, RFK Super Bowl commercial? I thought he shouldn't have apologized for it. That's what I thought. What is he apologizing for? 
sad. I was a big RFK guy, and he's just disappointing me. Just be tough. Be 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 a little bit tougher. You know, when they say when they want you to apologize, tell them to go f themselves. I mean, do we honestly think that RFK is going to win any state at all? Um, no. I think he's going to get a ton of votes, but I, I just can't see him winning any state. Yeah, I, I I can't I can't see him winning a state outright now. But then again, it, it all depends who the Democrats are going to run. If it's Joe Biden, he could win a state. But I just I just don't think it'll be Joe Biden. And after the news that's come out the last couple of days, how could it be Joe Biden? Well, speaking of that, uh, let's talk about uh, the classified documents and special counsel. Because the media is calling him a Trump Trump holdover special counsel, Robert Hur. Joe, this this report, Dan Bongino had a take yesterday and said this was a hit put out by Barack Hussein Obama. Do you agree with that? Kind of. I, I don't know about necessarily Barack Hussein Obama, but whoever's running, I don't know about directly Biden, but above them, say enough's enough. Got to get him out. This is bad. And like we said for about 40 episodes, he can't be impeached. He has to be removed via the 25th Amendment because there are now crimes that are on record. Um, I don't know how he got out of this. He got out of this. Did you ever watch Seinfeld with Jerry's uncle? What are they going to say to me? I'm an old man. That's that's what we're looking at now. That's the defense that the, that the White House counsel is going to use. Um, he didn't remember when he was vice president. According to her, he didn't remember when he stopped being vice president. He literally asked if, quote, if it was 2013, when did I stop being vice president? And he forgot on the second day of the interview in 2000 or on the second day of the interview, um, he forgot when within several years, Bo died, which is he, he mentions Bo all the time. He mentions his death all the time. He's died from anywhere from Iraq to Afghanistan to Walter Reed to in a fire in Maui, apparently. We don't know. Remember a few weeks ago he was killed in fighting Nazis in, in France? Yeah. So he's he, he doesn't know. It's becoming. Okay, it's I don't know how to describe it. It's allowed to be talked about now. Um. He doesn't remember when his son died. He doesn't remember when he was VP. He won't take a cognitive exam. His doctors won't recommend a cognitive exam. They're telling you they want you to believe the guy is just fine. He's not. This is this is it, the guys. This is the last primal scream here of this administration. Biden's done, and, and unless you're unless you're really at the bottom of, of, of the rung here in the administration, you know it too. They just need time, time to explain this away, um, something like that. That's why you see this sort of like rear guard defense action being thrown up for them. But it won't work because now it's in the spotlight. It's finally allowed to be talked about. It's finally a story. It's been spoken into existence, if you know what I mean, Mark. It's allowed to be talked about. It's in people's mind. You're allowed to think that Joe Biden is now, there's something wrong with him. Maybe he's not all there upstairs. And... This is how it happens. He's not going to be removed tomorrow. He's not going to be removed next week. But you could see before Easter or by the end of April, Joe Biden being ousted as president and Kamala being set in and then just the ship parade starting. So, I mean, what do you think? Am I off base here to say, like, we are this close to a Kamala Harris presidency? Again, not next week, you know, not, not in a week or two. I'm saying, like, April. Easter. Well, he's going to be removed. This poll came out two days ago. An overwhelming majority of Americans think President Joe Biden is too old to serve another term, according to new ABC News Ipsos poll. It says, according to the poll conducting using Ipsos Knowledge Panel, 86% of Americans think Biden, 81, is too old to serve another term as president. That figure includes 59% of Americans who think both he and former Donald, President Donald Trump uh, are too old, and 27% who think only Biden is too old. 86% of Americans, Joe. Um, again, 
I don't know how they're going to get him out. He's not stepping down voluntarily. They're not They're not going to be like, hey, Joe, why don't you think about sitting this one out? That's not going to happen. He's not doing that. He's an egotistical narcissist. Elderly, old man who is showing signs of uh, being, you know, what elderly people are like when they're when they get up to this point in their life when their memory starts to fade agitated crotchety um i mean <laughs> using the 25th amendment against him that means the democrats would have to remove him i just don't see that joe i just don't see it i don't know how this is going to go down honestly it's perfect. That that's they'll remove them. They'll say it's for the good of the country. Look at us Democrats. We're even taking Joe Biden out for the good of the country. The Republicans would never do that for Trump. They wouldn't lift a finger to help us with Trump, even though there is a uniparty. And then there's going to be an issue with the border, maybe the stock market, economy. Biden's going to be at fault for that, but you really can't blame Biden anymore. He's not in office. So who gets the blame? Republicans are right for the blame on the border now, out of nowhere. I don't know how that happened. Just out of nowhere, Leonardo DiCaprio incepted into every American's mind that Republicans are responsible for the border crisis now. So that uh, they're not getting the money for Ukraine. Ukraine falls. It's on the Republicans. That This is how you control the election cycle narrative. Isn't this an amazing how they're able to do this? That Joe Biden is going to somehow squeak out of all this all this scrutiny, all this stuff with the laptop, all these crimes, because he's just going to be crazy. He's going to be unfit to stand trial because he just doesn't have the mental capacity, even though he's running the country, supposedly. It's amazing how they get away with it, how they fool the people. And and I don't know what kind of brainwaves they use, if it's a giant thing in the air, satellite or what it is, but they have us under mind control. And you don't even bat an eye. You just think, oh, yeah. Joe Biden is kind of a little bit senile. Maybe we should remove him. And then it'll all watch the news cycle unfold here over the next two or three. I'm telling you how it's going to be. Over well, the Kamala Harris said she's months. ready to serve, Joe. So if they're going to remove Biden, they have no choice but to put Kamala Harris in the driver's seat. Well, she'll be in the driver's seat, but she's going to be driving around in circles. She's not going to be campaigning because they're not going to let her have four years, maybe like six months, not four years of her. It won't work because... She's in her, like, 50s. She can't get away with what Joe Biden gets away with. She can't get away with being stupid. And she's not even that likable. She pulled at literally 0.8% for oh, Iowa in 2020. She dropped out before Iowa. Well, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, David Axelrod was talking about Michelle Obama running for president. And David Axelrod, who is in the Obama inner circle, said that Michelle Obama is absolutely, positively not going to be the presidential nominee. No no chance that happens. That's also been stated before by Dan Bongino, who worked on the Secret Service detail with the Obamas. David Oxelrod said he barely saw her during Obama's first um, time campaigning. She hates politics. So I just can't see Michelle Obama... Uh, stepping in and being the savior that people think she's going to be for the Democrats. That sounds like a juicy storyline for the Democrats. She doesn't even want to do it, but she has to do it because of look with Trump. She has to do it. sounds. I'm not saying Dan Bongino is wrong. He's probably right. All I'm saying is, and it doesn't have to be Michelle Obama. It can be Hillary Clinton. It's going to be one of those old names, but it's. <sighs> they have a problem with, with Kamala though, Joe, they can't. Yes, they do. They have a big problem with Kamala. Kamala, yes. Kamala, everyone. No one even knows her real name. And you think she's going to be the president? No. <laughs> it's not going to. It can't happen. It won't happen because she doesn't have it. She's not ready. She doesn't have the stuff. She should have never been the VP nominee. But because of uh, DEI prospects is the only reason she's in there. Yeah. All right. Where are we off to next? Back to the classified well, documents. Yeah, we got to stay on that because the oversight committee, as they should, if you, oh God, I'm getting ahead of myself. If you watched the press conference yesterday, 
everything fell apart because they, they, they were the reporters were actually asking why if you push back this hard against her's report to Corinne Jean Pierre, they were asking this. Then why don't you just release the transcripts of what Biden said? And he it'll it'll show that he wasn't confused. And they want to move past it. They said, "Okay, well, I, sure, I guess we can move past this." But now the oversight committee, the GOP oversight committee, is saying they are giving the Justice Department until February nineteenth at five p.m. to produce the transcript of President Biden's interview with Special Counsel Robert Hur and other documents, including the report that relate to our impeachment inquiry. Americans deserve transparency about President Biden's mental state and his mishandling of classified documents. And they also said during the press conference, press briefing yesterday to Kareem, why won't you just have him take a cognitive exam if, and, and that'll put all this to bed? And she literally said that the doctor says he doesn't need – that was the comeback. The doctor – what kind of – first of all, what kind of doctor doesn't even see the patient and says, no, he doesn't need that. He's fine. Do you, do you see how they're te- they're they're lying right to your face and they're 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 just hoping you believe it? Think a little bit logically and be a little bit smart. Have an IQ above seventy, you know. Be a warm body. It, this isn't going to end well. I don't, no matter what scenario you try to play out, you know, this is just not going to end well. I I just if 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 he's the nominee and he wins. No one in this country is going to believe it, Joe. No one in their right mind will believe it, except maybe the 20% of people that just are completely on another planet. Let's put it that way. Uh, I just, Eddie, do you remember from, like, this goes back four years. The, 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 the one... The one guy from Yahoo News. Oh man, I forget. I, I don't know who he was. He was a black guy though. Asked him if he would take a cognitive exam, and said, "No. What are you talking about? I don't need a cognitive exam." He asked the host if he was a junkie. Mark, do you remember that? What are you a junkie? I don't need a cognitive exam. Let me find. One. Let me find. Let me find the clip. He didn't remember when his son died, Joe. He didn't remember when he was the vice president. Man, come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, you're taking tests where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how good some of his clowns, clown bites, these sound clown bites, they are, they are clown bites. Sound bites were from 2020. <laughs> then he proceeded to sit, tell the guy he wasn't black, I think. <laughs> Did you see his new video that he put out? He was eating. Um, I, I, I don't even know. If, I, I don't even know if one, I want to get into it, Joe. Let's just go on to the next topic. No, no, I, I do want to get in it. And, and the sound of people eating makes me furious sometimes, especially like certain fruits, like apples and stuff. But are you talking about shrinkflation? Uh, no, not shrinkflation. The, the, the black family. Yes. <laughs> Who thought it was a good idea? Who thought that was a good idea? Chicken? To put a bunch of chicken in styrofoam containers and bring it over to a black family's house and ask about AAU basketball. Who yeah. said, you know what? I know how we'll get the black vote back. We'll do this and put it on X. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Well, did you see the shrinkflation? He's talking about how he likes to eat snacks and he's blaming the companies. He goes, what they're doing is it's called shrinkflation. They're making the product smaller, but they're charging the same amount of money and they're hoping you won't notice. Really, Joe, why do you think they're doing it? The reason some are even calling it by Bidenomics. That's what it is. <laughs> Shrinkflation is now a real thing, and they're admitting it, but they're saying that it's the company's fault. No, we'll go, we'll change our entire manufacturing process to make these bottles smaller just so we can fit less stuff in them and charge you the same and hope you won't notice and complain. Yeah. Shrinkflation. Um, let's talk about the uh, Biden meeting with the Chinese, Joe. What's this all about? Okay, so this is from Haley Razor on X at Haley Razor. When laundering five million, uh, okay. Um, so President Biden met with the chairman of this Chinese energy firm that Hunter Biden sought to create a joint venture with, or whatever. This is from Fox News. Um, even though he said he never met with any of the business partners. 
So Hunter and his uncle, Jim Biden, the only brother of Joe Biden, involved in his family business dealings, were in New York City to meet with uh, the guy's name is called Yi, Y-E. It's not Kanye West, though, at the time, according to emails recovered from Hunter's infamous laptop. The meeting came just weeks after the CEFC wired $5 million to an LLC co-owned by Hunter. These are shell companies. My uncle will be here with his brother, who would like to say hello to the chairman, Hunter said in the message, appearing to reference his dad, who is allegedly involved in the family's dealings with the CEFC. So please give me location and time. Jim's brother, all in caps, if he is coming, just wants to say hello, he will be not he will not be stopping for lunch. You know, I, I guess you could say he just it says right there in the text, President Biden was just saying hello, just like he was asking about the weather last time. This is like um everything he said didn't happen in 2020 is coming out. Almost perfect timing for the 2024 election cycle. Well, Speaking of the Chinese, Joe, and we're going to get to the border. 269 Chinese nationals crossed illegally into the United States just yesterday. And Border Patrol encountered more than 20,000 from China so far just this year. Are we building a railroad here in America across like the transatlantic again? Why are there Chinese coming here? And how are they getting here? I'm just speechless at this. I have no idea. I mean, no one knows any any age. Were they old men? Were they old Chinamen looking to build a railroad? Or are these young military-aged men? 20,000 from China so far in fiscal year 24. That's um, uh, that's basically two U.S. infantry divisions. Yeah. So. Ah. This is a disaster on a scale that we have never seen before. How do you get here from China? Because it's got to be hard. I mean, I guess it's not like they're coming here from North Korea. That would be very suspect. But it it can't be that easy to just leave China, you know, after everything we've been told. So how are they leaving China and getting here? And that's, it's always been the plan. I don't know. You would think, Joe, at some point, Biden would say, this is hurting me politically. I'm going to close the border. You know, I'm going to use my executive powers to do something to close the border because this is an issue that we're getting killed on. And yet they still don't do it, Joe. That's how that's how bad the government hates you. Because they figure they could just finally blame the Republicans now and it'll work. <laughs> I mean, I'm being serious. Yeah. Um, just breaking right now. Ah, never mind. Yes, it's time sensitive, if you know what I mean. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, uh, let's move on to Lloyd Austin before we come back to the border. Yes. So where is Lloyd Austin? <laughs> He's back in the hospital, apparently. Ah, okay, so they're saying it's a bladder thing now. The crazy thing is, and I think we talked about this in private, these are the, our little conspiracy theory chats that we have just, you know, between me and you, things that, you know, probably aren't true, but could be. And I read on X somewhere that in late December, there was a missile strike in Ukraine at the same time Lloyd Austin was over there and he was injured in that missile strike. And that's why he's been missing in action. And this story just keeps on evolving where now he's back in critical condition, this time for his bladder. Can we just see him in person and have him hold a note that says, like, the the date is, you know, February 13th and and the the time is 6 p.m. here? Can we get that, please? Because, again, this is this is the secretary of defense. I don't even know what he is anymore. What what is he? He's still sec def. Okay, but he's not even doing his job because he had to give his job. Thank God he gave his job to a woman. Sucks that it was a white woman, I think. But someone else is doing his job. I believe it's a woman. Um, so that's a plus. But the, I, I don't understand. Like, we were asked, Kareem Jean Pierre was asked about this. It was not a big deal. So, how could you still have trust in this guy and his health, especially now where we have a war in Ukraine, a proxy war in Ukraine? 
Lord knows what's happening with 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 China and Taiwan. I don't even want to bring up North Korea. Look at the Middle East over here. And now, Mark, um, is it Venezuela? They're massing troops on the border. We've covered this about a month or two ago uh, against Guyana. Yeah. It's just like this guy's going in for bladder surgery or, you know, is having bladder issues. Well, is he going to live? Is, is he critical care is like a big thing. It's not like he has to pee really bad. His bladder. He's got to go. No, he's in critical care. He can't do his job. If he can't do his job, how long is he not able to do his job for? And, and why are they hiding this? They're hiding it because they can't replace him. If something happens to him, what, what are you going to do? It's like it's like replacing Mayorkas. If Mayorkas dies, you're going to have to put someone in charge of the board. That There's going to be a hearing and they're going to ask questions. Just like with Floyd Austin, he's got to get approval from the Senate. Like They're going to have to ask this guy questions about the war in Ukraine and, and national defense. And it's not going to work out too well. So I think Lloyd Austin, I'm not going to say he's dead, but he could be on life support for all we know. And we wouldn't know. And they would lie about it. And I'm giving you the reason why they would lie about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, you know, he's a, he must be very, very ill. Because I, I read yesterday he was in critical care. So what's the next step for the Dep- uh, Department of Defense? I mean, there's too much going on in the world to have, you know, for him to be in the hospital and incapacitated. And to be lied about too. Like we're, we're forking the money for this war, not just what we sent to Ukraine and other places, but like you, you realize if something would spark up and God forbid we get involved in a larger conflict, everything is on the line, blood, sweat, treasure, everything. Yeah, and you're doing this to the guy in, in in intensive care, not even intensive care, critical care condition. Like I said, this this is this this is how China's supposed to be. This is how North Korea's supposed to be. Ask questions about, hey, that one guy that wore the military costume and, and all kind of stuff. He, he vanished. He's not in you know, the administration. We can't see him anymore. Where'd he go? Oh, he's just in the hospital. Don't ask any more questions about it. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, oh. Interesting. Let's stick with the secretary, Secretary Marcus. So this is the border. Mm. He was impeached yesterday, or not yesterday, a couple days ago, but the vote tied. And now that Steve Scalise is back from his blood cancer treatments, I mean, when you're, we're going over people in our government, between Nancy Pelosi and, and people that are 80 years old and infirm, to Steve Scalise, everyone has cancer. We are in terrible health. What's going on? Anyway, now that Steve Scalise is back from his uh, cancer treatments, he can vote. So we should see an impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas. I don't know if it's today or tomorrow when the vote is, but it's I, 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 I don't know how this dude isn't impeached already. He's on record numerous times over the past few months, a year, two years, actually saying the border is secure, which will blow your mind because for the past few weeks you've been paying attention. Joe Biden has been saying the border is not secure and he needs more money. And stuff to fix it. So this idiot Joe Biden, the last few weeks, if you've been paying attention, is actually making the case to impeach his own secretary, Mayorkas. Does that make sense, Mark? Yeah, kind of. So I I don't understand. Like he has to be impeached then. And now Kareem Jean Pierre can't say anything if he is impeached because he wasn't securing the border because he said the border was already secure when the border, according to Joe Biden, is in fact not secure. This is like driving me crazy. Like, I, I feel like, is, is this really the news cycle in 2024? Is it, is it this, is it this crazy where it's like 1984 with the double talk? People can hold two thoughts in their mind at the same time and both be true. Just conflicting thoughts, both be true though. Right. Yeah, Mayorkas is good. Yeah, Biden's good. How, how about this story, Mark? How about this story? So apparently migrants are being held in the Atlanta airport. Um, there was a video I yeah. of, <clears throat> I, I think it was a, a, a state rep and he went back there and he saw all these migrants and said, what is going on here? And I, I, I can't wrap my head around this. Think about what you have to go through to get on a plane or go on vacation to see a friend, relative, destination wedding as a citizen where you pay taxes. You got to buy a ticket, which in case you've been living under a rock the last few years, they're not cheap anymore. 
Uh, the tickets are still the same prices, I guess. It's not shrinkflation. The tickets are still the same prices. They're just more expensive. Then you got to go to the airport a few hours early, at least. You got to wait in line like cattle. Maybe you take your shoes off. Maybe you don't. Maybe you get through security without taking your shoes off because you're not the Mujahideen, depending on luck of the draw. Then maybe TSA thinks you are Mujahideen and pulls you aside for a prostate exam. Then you wait another hour or two for your flight to leave, but no big deal because you could buy a $12 water and a candy bar um, at a kiosk. Then maybe, maybe, Mark, maybe, just maybe, your flight doesn't get delayed, it's on time, and all the doors even stay on. And you can go to your destination. Now imagine being an illegal immigrant. You get the flights for free. You get driven to the airport for free. You get transportation for free. You get all this stuff for free, and apparently now you even get a job where you can make money and probably not to pay taxes. This is how the Roman Empire fell, Mark. Don't forget, Joe. People of Maui got 700 bucks. Yep, $700. Migrants, we're going to roll out the red carpet for you guys. I, I just don't understand why. Like, it's it's... Why? Who asked for this even? Who does this benefit? Like, even even hardcore libs have to be saying, okay, I think enough's enough. Right? right? Whatever happened to the consent of the governed? That was replaced with a, a, a mighty fine statue with an amazing poem on it. Something about tired and weak and weary and having as much in them as possible in the country. Yeah. Oh my! Well, um, looking at some uh, some of these headlines from Insider Paper, Joe, uh, from today, former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi defended President Biden's mental acuity, saying he's very sharp. Was she drunk when she said that? <laughs> she seems like she's always drunk. Yeah. And uh, cyber attacks hits uh, Iran's parliament website. Interesting. And uh, Putin's suggestion of Ukraine ceasefire rejected by the United States, sources say, from Reuters. Huh. Uh, the, 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 the main story, according to John Kirby, months, well, not according to John Kirby, the main story by John Kirby months ago was that Ukraine gets to make its own decision on when this war ends. That doesn't seem to be true. And Boris Johnson really never, never gave any evidence to disprove Putin. I guess it's more of a he said, he said thing, but I just, I don't trust, I'm being serious. I can't believe I'm saying, I, I trust Vladimir Putin more than I trust Boris Johnson. I mean, I, I'd rather not trust either of them, but if you put a gun in my head, I actually might have to trust, but at least he's being honest about Nord Stream and not trying to lie to my face like an idiot, thinking that like I'm going to believe that a country blew up its own pipeline. Right. <sighs> Well, um, speaking, uh, you know, of uh, of some other matters along these lines here, uh, Rona McDaniel, Joe, supposed to step down from the uh, as RNC chair, and President yes. Trump has endorsed uh, his daughter-in-law, Lara Trump, to serve as co-chair. He's also endorsed his campaign senior advisor, Chris Lasibita, to effectively serve as chief operating officer, and I believe he's obviously endorsing. Michael Watley, chair of the North Carolina GOP, to become the leader of the Republican National Committee. If Rona McDaniel steps down like she's supposed to. So this was their 2023 was the worst fundraising year for the RNC in almost a decade. And look how they spent the money. And where is the money? I heard I heard they're I heard they're broke. They they need to audit that stuff. This yeah. this stuff never happens to Democrats, man. They stick together. Say say what you want, but at least they they're stick not spending together. their money on stupid stuff like the uh, Rona McDaniel was, like flowers and limousines and all that other they stuff. They didn't even spend money on a primary. They said, you know what? We'll save we'll save money in this Biden economy by having no primary this year. <laughs> hey, Jim, or RK Jr. is sitting there waving his arms going, but I got some you know good ideas and policies I'd like to enact. No, nope, no primary. You're not, you're not even a Democrat anymore. You don't think they'd reach out to RFK, do you, Joe, if they no removed Biden? No chance, unless he'd have to be completely controlled, and that wouldn't work, I don't think. Because no. all the people that would vote for him, that, that are even thinking about like voting for him, that kind of like him, come from our side of the aisle, I feel like. Yeah. 
Don't believe me, though. Pull a Democrat. Pull a Democrat yourself and see what they think of RFK Jr. I still think RFK is going to pull more votes away from Biden than he is away from Trump. I don't think he's going to pull any votes away from Trump. I think, I think, independence. The I'm saying they're they're set in stone. I think they're just set in stone. I think that was a false narrative. I don't think he would ever pull away any Trump voters. Well, I'm saying independence. You know, that would vote for Trump. Uh, well, yeah. If more independents vote for Trump than they do Biden, and RFK kind of splits that up a little bit. You know, it's almost a wash kind of, but I still think he's going to draw more more Democrats away from Biden. It's not going to be Biden. Though. We should probably admit that right now. Like it's not. You keep he keeps on going to black households like that. He's gonna he's gonna lose half the black vote. Like black people. One thing about black people, I don't care. They are not stupid, and they have street smarts. They will see through this. Hundred percent. They are uh, going to see through this. Speaking of that, Joe. Ben Carson for vice president. We should be getting an announcement sometime soon, you would think, right? Um, Wait, is that really? Because, you know, that was my dark horse. I, I've been saying Ben Carson for months. No, I, I think I, I think I want Ben Carson. Oh, I, I like Ben Carson. That, that would be my pick. People said Tim Scott before in the past, Vivek. And you know, there's been some there's been some good nominees, but definitely not Nikki Haley. And I, I think Ben Carson is a. Uh, he doesn't have the political experience, and maybe that's a good thing. Well, uh, we should be getting hopefully some hearing something soon about. I this. would say Trump holds off until until closer to Super Tuesday before. He yeah, makes I would enough. think so. Yeah. So, all right, Joe. Anything else? No, like I said, this is there. There are decades where nothing happens, and like we said, there are days where decades happen the, the the last few weeks are one of those where decades have happened the last two weeks and i'm not talking about the super bowl i'm not talking about the super bowl at all i'm talking about what's going on in our country and what's about to happen so can you i can just i could feel it you could feel it yep. all right everyone stay vigilant stay aware and uh finish lines in sight guys finish line is in sight joe take us home God bless you all. Keep on listening. Um, tough few months coming ahead. March Madness is not going to have anything to do with basketball this year. <laughs> but uh, that's all I got, guys. Just thanks for listening and have a great day. We'll be back maybe later this week, if not next week, for Thinking Logically.